And we have a guest with us today on the Linder Farm Network, Kendall Calls, who is running in the state of Minnesota for governor. And Kendall, let's find out a bit more about you. Tell us about your background and uh, and why you're running for governor. Sure, Len. Thank you so much for having me. You know, it's interesting. I tell people that um, I really shouldn't even be here today. You know, the odds are that a kid that spent um, his um, part of his life in a broken home you know, in his early childhood in the uh, inner city of uh, Harlem, New York, in the public housing projects, and then later with his father in a uh, trailer park in Oklahoma, you know, wouldn't graduate from high school, go to college, become an Army officer, raise his five kids with his wife of 36 years, start at a major corporation at the bottom, and, and later throughout his career become a vice president of the Fortune 100 company, and oh, by the way, be a candidate for governor in the great state of Minnesota. But it happened, and that's what the part of that American dream is all about. And unfortunately, the, uh, the, uh, our opponents on the left, they want to squelch that dream. And I'm here to fight for it and to defend it and make sure it stays around for generations to come. Well, let's talk about more about it then. Why are you running? What is, what is it you're trying to change or preserve and so on? Well, here's the scenario. You know what? I, I uh, spent um, five years on active duty as an Army officer. My father would spend his career in the Army. My, my son has. And I have a view and perspective of this country um, that's very different um, from a lot of people because I've seen it not only overseas, but I've seen it uh, growing up. Um, I started my life in poverty. And the reason I was able to get out of that is because of the free market enterprise. Yes, capitalism. And yes, the values of our country, the formula for America works. And this notion that they're promoting on the left, that this is the country systemically racist and everything else, well, that's a lie. It's a lie. Now, right now, I can tell you for a fact, because my parents grew up in the segregated South when the country was systemically racist, that my parents and grandparents would have loved to have grown up in the America that I grew up in. We do have people that are racist people, but the country is not systemically racist. And this false narrative they're promoting is, is, a, is a really a defense for how they destroyed the American black family with the social welfare program starting in the mid to late 60s. And what has culminated today, what has really been, I call it a cultural genocide, because we, what we've seen in the black communities, 80% two-parent families have declined now to 80% fatherless homes in our lifetime, without one initiative to reverse the trend. That's what's causing the disparities, is the fatherless homes. And, the, and their policies were a direct result of that. So, um, if anything, I'm stepping up to, to, um, to save our country, to help save our country, to help save our state. I believe that I can get a, a wide enough margin of victory that, um, that will help us uh, in November, because we're going to need a wide margin of victory. Kendall, one thing that, that does bother me is uh, we need to be one America, and it seems like now we're a black American or we're a white American or we're a Native American or we're whatever, and uh, um, it that just troubles me because, quite frankly, that shouldn't be a part of it. We should be Americans, right? 
We we are, and that's exactly right. We are we are that way. This this culminated. It it, it began under the Obama administration. To be quite honest with you, uh, it's unfortunate because we made huge strides um, as a country. Again, we're this is not the country that my parents or grandparents grew up in. Where we where we have advanced been is, is very far. I mean, really, literally, we were treating people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. And unfortunately, because the Democrats only their only way of governing is to divide people, divide us economically, economic status, you know, racial status, um, gender, everything else. And and this is something they've been pushing. And unfortunately, the media has been complicit with it, as well as um, I, I call it the academic industrial complex. They have been pushing this narrative as well. But it's, it's false. The vast majority of Americans and Minnesotans are good, honest, decent people. They'll, they'll help the people that are less fortunate than them. They do it every day. But at the end of the day, you know, this is America. We're responsible, personally responsible for our actions and deeds and our well-being. And it's not the federal government or the state government. One thing that's hurting everyone and uh, especially, well, not especially farmers, I would say everyone right now, is inflation and fuel prices certainly driving the boat there. We've seen actions that have cut back uh, domestic production, especially in North Dakota, to a level equal what we're getting out of Russia. We stopped the Keystone Pipeline, which would be a hundred hundreds of years supply from Canada. It appears that the policy has been to raise fuel prices uh, for people. And uh, what's your thoughts on all of this? Um, you know what? This policy that we have is not an American policy. It, it, it's again, this is the leftist agenda to put us all in boxes and uh, to to suppress the economy so that we're dependent some way, somehow, always through government agencies and, le- and government leaders. Um, we have it in our capacity to be energy independent. Something that we thought we could never get to, which has been just phenomenal with with. American ingenuity, innovation, free enterprise innovation. What, what has happened is it's been great. Natural gas, natural, uh, gas with fracking and all the, uh, all the others. We have coal in abundance in our, in our country. Um, you know there, there's a false narrative when they talk about climate change and clean energy and all of that, but they never want to put nuclear energy on the table. Well, that, that, that's because it's a, it's a false religion. And that, you know, they, they, they strive for this clean energy at the expense of the people um, that have to live with higher prices, um, the, and, and especially with wind and energy, it's not the most efficient, it's not the most effective source for energy uh, reliance and, and dependency. So I, I focus on the things that work, and those things that are effective and reliable and cost-effective for average Americans, and also for farmers. I mean, they, they need reliable, consistent energy, but also one that's affordable, so they can actually control costs um, with all the other different variables they, they have to manage in, in, in their work and their livelihood. Kendall, the governor did rulemaking to tie Minnesota to California standards, and they are moving toward all electric in California at a very rapid race rate, and that would mandate Minnesota going all electric. And it's interesting, the more that I look at electric vehicles and the resources they take with copper to build, the problems with trying to dispose of batteries, which are 
uh, much, very much a hazardous material. The problem with trying to run those vehicles in Minnesota in the winter, this is doesn't seem to very a very well thought out policy. What what's your take on this? Well, it, it is a, well, a, a very well out, uh, well thought out policy, because what Walton and, and the Democrats and listen, the, what I've seen in, in my very short time in being involved in politics is for Democrats they run their operation like a national franchise. They don't care if you're in a cold weather, a cold weather climate or even, even a, in a severe cold weather climate. It is adopt the policies as we tell you to do or, 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 or you're, you're gone. And they'll find another candidate, another leader, to replace it because it's a national franchise and it's a national policy. Waltz is not governing the state of Minnesota. He's following the dictates of the national party. I tell you, uh, when you take a look at what's happening in, in California, there is nothing absolutely nothing to model in California that we want here in this state. If we can actually get some more of the sunshine there, that'd be great. But other than that, there's nothing. Lynn, during the summers, they actually have brownouts, literally rolling waves of brownouts because their, their standards for uh, uh, wind and solar, it is not enough to power the air conditioning and all that that they need for their populace. And they could care less. They're marching toward this agenda at the expense of their people, and they have the highest energy prices in the country. And Governor Walz and the Democrats want to import that into Minnesota. We're not going to have it. What about the policy of rulemaking and skipping the legislative branch? Do you approve of that type of thing? It's unconstitutional. We're a constitutional government. We don't have emperors and empresses in, in, this, in our country. Not yet. And that's why we need a wholesale leadership change in, in, in St. Paul. That's why I'm running. I can help us get a wide margin of victory. Okay, Kendall. Well, we're, we're going to wrap this up, but uh, let's, let's talk a bit more about other issues that are of interest to you that people need to know about you in order to make a decision. Well, um, first of all, I'm, I'm not a politician. I'm the only veteran in the, in the race of candidates. Our momentum is going very strong uh, with delegates, and um, my message is resonating from uh, the Iron Range to Albert Lee and in the Metro in, in a good way. Um, and um, they, they, they like the idea that there's an authentic leader, that the formula for America works, and my life story is a living case study that America works and that, that my Christian faith is, is something I live by. Um, we, my wife and I, we have five children. Um, we homeschooled them. Um, we adopted one. I, I tell people I can't remember which one because I love them all the same. So, you know, the, the story of my life is a testament to the American dream, and I'm sticking up for it. And it resonates not just with greater Minnesota, but people in the metro. The, the, it, it resonates with independent voters as well as you know, traditional conservative Democrats. So how do people find out more about you? Where do they go? Yeah, they can go to our website at kq4mn.com, and that's kqformn.com. Okay, Kendall, we appreciate your time, and best of luck to you uh, as we move toward the election. Uh, thank you, Lynn, and thank you for having me, and, and I look forward to victory in November. Kendall calls with us here on the Linder Farm Network.